Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast, a late Cup of Joe podcast on this Ash Wednesday, February 17th. I, uh, Wherever you are, I I, um, I just wish you well. I, I wish you not only, you know, God's presence, of course, um, but I wish you a good Lent, a good beginning to it. Uh, and that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today is this idea of uh, Ash Wednesday and its purpose and... Um, and kicking us off into the Lenten season and uh, where that's inviting us. So let's dive in. We're going to uh, read Matthew. We're going to read from the Gospel of Matthew, the Sermon on the Mount. Deep in the heart of it, Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 6 and 16 to 18. Uh, Pretty famous uh, reading and one that we read every Ash Wednesday. So let's listen to God's word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father, who sees in secret, will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on the street corners, so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray... Go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast... Anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting except to your Father who is hidden, and your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So as I mentioned, we, uh, we get this from the Sermon on the Mount. Had And it's broken up. You, you heard me say that. Uh, chapter 6, verses 1 to 6 and then jumps to 16 to 18. Had we gone verses 7 to 15, it was after the second part of this triptych, if I could use that, when Jesus is talking about the prayers. You know, do not be like the hypocrites. Instead, go to your inner room. Then that's when Jesus, in that point, gives uh, the Our Father. That's when he talks about that. and And he says, this is how you are to pray and teaches the Our Father Matthew's version, which is, of course, the version most of us know and are familiar with and we use in Mass. Um, but as, as every one of you knows who are, are out there listening, the, the uh, stool, the three-legged stool, if I may use that uh, image, upon which Lent, the season of Lent rests, come to us in this reading one of prayer, fasting, almsgiving, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, that those are the things we look to to say, okay, um, how, have I, how has my prayer life been? How is my, uh, you know, what, what 
And when we think fasting, of course, I think it's natural, at least for me it is, maybe not for you, to think of, of food. And that may or may not be part of what we talk about, but I think, or, or think about, or, or act on. But I think that uh, really the question is, in what areas have we been gluttonous? Um, maybe we have been uh, gluttonous in the amount of Netflix uh, that we've been watching. And maybe we need to cut back on that and do a little fasting. Maybe we've been gluttonous on uh, hand-raised here, the amount of podcasts that I listen to. And so, therefore, I don't have time for silence in my life. Uh, maybe we've been gluttonous on, um, I don't know, and on judgments we're making with people, about people. Uh, and maybe we need to step back from some of that. There's, there's a legion of ways, and they're as, as unique as, of course, you and I are, on ways that, that perhaps fasting uh, would be wise and, and a healthy thing for us spiritually. Not just to give up in order to give up. This is not New Year's resolution. But what do we, what do we need to fast from in order to fill that space with something else? Maybe silence, maybe prayer, uh, maybe good actions, maybe as simple as talking with other people, uh, reinvesting in friendships that may have been put by the, the curb. Um, there's a myriad ways. Uh, and almsgiving, of course, is who are those people out in my life or beyond my life on those outer fringes that I don't even look to? Uh, you know, I think of Lazarus in that, uh, in that gospel reading. Uh, not Lazarus who, who raises, by the way, later with Jesus, but Lazarus and dives. The one who walks out of his house and doesn't even notice the man at his um, front door who is uh, lacking. And, um, and eventually, of course, uh, they both die and, and dives goes to the bosom of Abraham and, and Lazarus in the, in the fire. What, are there people within our lives that are in need of our alms, whatever those alms may be. It may be financial, sure. It may be our time. It may be our full attention. You guys, there, again, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. That's it. What, how, do we, how do we look to, uh, to, to embrace these? So as, and this, my friends, of course, again, you know this too. I'm only repeating what you know. Uh, this is what we use. These are the tools we use, not so we can feel good about ourselves. These are not tools, you know, and I love Matthew's gospel here. It's so good. Jesus says, take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Because he's going right to the heart of what is our motivation for doing these things. And then with every one of these things, he says virtually the same thing. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogue. Well, I've never seen it, but, you know, I guess I get the point. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Why? What are they doing? They're blowing trumpets saying, look here, look what action is taking place. I'm giving alms and I'm calling attention to my giving alms and you looking at that and praising that action. Jesus is correct. They have received their reward. Why? Because their motivation is the praise of others. 
They're, they're blowing the trumpet so others may look at them, praise them. They've received their reward because that's what they're going for. Jesus is saying that's a misguided motivation, the praise of others, because it may be with you today, but it's not going to be with you tomorrow. Are you going to have to blow it again tomorrow? Blow the trumpet is what I mean. And, uh, and he says, instead, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Your father, who sees in secret, he's going to know. That's the pattern. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites. You love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Why? Because they're going to think they're pious. Look how holy they are. Wow, look how close to God they are. They have received the reward. Why? Because they're thought of to be holy. And therefore, they, they carry prestige, and it feeds their ego. That's their motivation, not the prayer, not a connection with God. Instead, you go into your inner room, close the door, and your father, who hears and sees in secret, he's going to know. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites who neglect their appearance so they may appear to others to be fasting. Why? Again, that ego idea. Look how holy they are. They're fasting. Wow. They must really, you know, love God. They must really, they're in it. But they're doing it for the praise, again, of others, the attention of others, to be the center. Brothers and sisters, what, what motivation drives us? And, and, and again, this is, this is a hard, honest question. Um, and, and, you know, again, I, I just love the centering prayer that I do, and, and, and I don't mean to push that on you by any means. But it has helped me see my motivations are so unbelievably mixed on, on every level, and that God can still love me anyway in the midst of that. God knew it. God knew it before I, long before I started this type of prayer to help me understand and look within and what these motivations are. And now I'm looking in and be like, oh, oh, that's there too? That's there too? What is it that drives us? Do we have the, the courage, the tenacity, the ability to be quiet and allow God to bring it to the forefront of what drives us? We may laugh at the hypocrites here that blow the trumpets, that neglect their appearance, that stand on street corners. Ugh, we don't do that stuff. We're far more clever. We're far more clever. Um, do we have the tenacity to look within? Again, going back five minutes after that tangent, <laughs> sorry. Where is all this taking us? Where is all this taking us? Let me use an example that I used last year when I gave a reflection. Uh, Renee, uh, five years ago or so, gave me a Fitbit. You know, and I thought, oh, thank you, love. I don't know that I need it. But anyway, 25 pounds later <laughs> that I've lost. Thank you, Renee. But I, I started running. I'm not a runner, and nor am I a great runner by any means. But, but, but I started running. And what I found in my life, I, this may not be true of all runners, may not be true of most, but it's true of me. What I found in my life is the first half mile to, to maybe a mile tops, but my first half mile is the hardest mile, hardest part of my run that I do. I don't care if I'm going three miles. I don't care if I'm going seven. Um, the first half mile to a mile is the toughest because I go from zero to whatever speed I'm running and my body fights me. 
and my lungs fight me and my heart fights me. And it's amazing how often I can think within that time, this is dumb. Why am I running? This is crazy. I should stop. But after I hit that magical mark, let's say it's a half mile, let's say it's a mile, it's, it's in that ballpark. I don't think about it anymore. It becomes a new normal, and my heart is beating fast, and it just stays pretty much at that level. Yeah, it might go up a little bit more in the later miles, but not, not, not nearly you know, enough to, to cause those thoughts to come back. Um, and my lungs, no, nah, they get used to it too. Um, my point is, what Lent invites us to, brothers and sisters, in these areas of fasting, prayer, and almsgiving, is it invites us to start these, using these tools to start new habits. And brothers and sisters, they will fight you. They will fight you for the first week or two. And may even get you to say, oh, that was, that was foolish. And, and we go back to our normal. I urge you, push through. Push through. Don't allow that to stop. Why? Because it becomes our new normal. Becomes, it, it becomes our new normal. And on the other side of this 40-day retreat, this 40-day Lenten journey, we come to the waters of Easter, the new life of Easter, as somebody new. You know, the, the theme of Ash Wednesday is repent and believe in the good news. Turn away. Again, you know this. I've said it a hundred times. Repent means turn around. Turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel. Turn away. We have to turn away from those other ways, which means starting something new, which means our body, our spirits are going to fight it. Push through. Push through and allow it to become the new normal, so as we come to Easter, we may be new creations in Christ, in some way, in some small way, in our fasting, in our prayer, in our almsgiving. Let's pray. Uh, we um, just lift our intentions up to our Blessed Mother, of course, and, uh, and trust that she knows exactly where to place them. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third joyful mystery of the incarnation, the birth of Christ. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. 
Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, I wish you the best Ash Wednesday and a blessed and holy Lent.